0: You have to become the source of what you seek. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I want to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubt is wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Today, we are talking about how you use your energy. Now, this is something that I don't think most people really think about. Now, If you do think about it, then are you really implementing it? And that's the key question. I mean, every week when I'm speaking to people, they say, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know what to do. But if you know what to do, then why doesn't your life reflect it? And there's multiple different reasons, normally due to a lack of discipline, a lack of standards, letting everybody else influence what you do and how you operate. All of those things make a massive difference to the results that you are getting or not getting. You know, I meet a lot of people who are smarter than me. I just outperform them massively that's the reason why I have more shit than most people have and get to live a life that most people don't. So you have to decide, number one, how you want to live, right? You've got to get clarity around it. Then we multiply that by standards. So if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you will know my framework is clarity times standards plus environment equals results. So if you're not getting the results you want, either you don't have clarity, your standards are too low to achieve the life that you want, or you're allowing people around you to influence you too much, whether it be your intimate partner, whether it be your family, whether it be your friends, whether it be your working environment. So you know which one has to step up. Now today, what I really want to talk about was I don't want to get into the hippy-dippy stuff about you know frequencies and all, all that sort of stuff, even though I've studied a lot of it and really understand it at a level that most people can't even comprehend. But what I want to talk about is something that's more practical. And what that is, is that what you seek, you need to give to the world. And what I mean by that is we all know that really insecure person. And that insecure person is looking for that person who's going to come into their life and make them feel secure and safe. That's a really shitty fucking way to live because that person has no control over the outcomes that they're living by. We all know people who financially, they're struggling all the time. They're always stressed about money. They worry about it. It freaks them out. They lose sleep. And then because of that, it can normally put them into a downhill spiral where they feel like they're not good enough. They're not achieving enough. Again, it makes them feel insecure. Those feelings are going to be the world that you perceive and also the world you live in. We don't live in the external world. Most people are convinced that we do, but they're the people who never get what they want. If you study neuroscience, what we see isn't what we see. What we see and what we experience in the world is an interpretation from our brain. Our brain takes in billions of bits of sensory information every second, from sounds to sights to feelings to temperature. Now, everyone has a completely different experience. When I run events, I have probably a third of the room who sit there and they go, shit, it's cold in here. The other third of the room are sitting there going, man, this is hot. And then the other third of the room are going, this is just right. Now, who the fuck is right and wrong? I don't know. I don't know. Then we can walk down the street, five of us. We will walk down the street, me and you and a couple of other people. We walk down the street and someone sees all these financial opportunities. So they see old derelict buildings and they go, wow, we could develop that. I could get some investors on board. We could develop that. That could be this beautiful complex. Some people look at it and they go, wow, that's that's a pretty old building that's sort of falling apart. That's really, really sad. So they feel sad. Another person looks at it and they just go, okay, it's just a building and they don't see anything. And then other people walk past and they go, wow, there's a lot of weeds and that place looks like shit. All of them are correct. The question is, how do you want to live? Most people believe that the external world creates their inner world and their inner reality. When someone says, I don't have enough money or I don't have enough time or I don't have the right support or I'm stressed all the time, or I'm frustrated all the time. What they're saying is the world that I live in is a world of either never enough, they see complications, they think chaos is bad. I was just reading a book this morning, and in there they said that most people run away from pressure or avoid pressure. Champions thrive on it. What's the difference? Why does a champion thrive on pressure? Because in their own mind, they have a story and a belief structure that says, In order to be the best, I run headfirst into pressure because that's what makes me the best. Most other people sit there and they go, pressure causes me stress. I don't like being stressed. Therefore, I'm going to avoid pressure. One ends up a champion. The other one ends up self-destructive. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. And so that person doesn't realize that they're dying or contracting in life. Their bank accounts are contracting. Their relationships are, are average at best. They have people around them who have real low standards, even though everyone talks a big game, right? Everyone talks, yeah, I want to make more money. No, you fucking don't if you're not doing it, right? If you're not doing it, you don't really want it. I want to lose weight. Well, just because you want it doesn't mean you're going to get it. Your standards set that framework up. The way you think about it sets that framework up. I go to the gym every day. I walk into the gym and I'm like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to lift. Even though there's part of me that's like, oh, this is shit. I got all this other stuff to do, but I do it. Why? Because I have high standards. Those standards are set. I enjoy the pressure. I enjoy the stress. And I know when I walk away from the gym, I feel better. Why? Because I'm improving myself. So I see it as a way of improving. A lot of people see it as, oh, it's taking up time and it's hard and I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to feel insecure and I feel like I'm not good enough. I have all those same feelings. I just have a different story around it. By the way, this is the same with financial pressure. Every week I talk to people and they're like, yeah, man, I want to I do do something different. I need to change my life. I need to do better. And then when it comes to making the hard decision of of investing the money on themselves, they're like, oh, it is expensive. And I'm like, it's not fucking expensive. Living a shitty life is expensive. Not being the person that you were born to be, that's expensive. Right, making financial commitments is a piece of piss because either you have the money, you don't have the money, and if you don't have the money, you have two choices. You go, well, I don't have the money, and that's my excuse, or you go, I'm going to find how to make the money. There's an opportunity there, and this is what I want. So most people just don't take those opportunities to grow because they avoid the pressure. So we have to remember that the world that we live in isn't external. It is internal. Our world is a direct reflection of what we believe to be true, the stories we keep telling ourselves and how we feel about those beliefs, those stories, the meanings that we attach to things, and then how we feel. No one gets home from work and says, I had a great day due to all these logical reasons. They say, I had a great day because of these things that happened that made me feel a certain way. When someone gets home, they go, oh, this happened this morning. My whole day was fucked. They had one thing that happened and they wrote the whole day off. Why? Because of their emotions. Their emotions dictated the way that they felt today, the way that they experienced life. Nobody gets into business to work long, consistent hours and to be stressed out all the time, burnt out, frustrated, and feeling more trapped than if you had a job. You want the lifestyle. You want the opportunity that business can create. What's the point of having a business if you don't benefit and feel great as well? I help business owners avoid wasting a ton of time, effort, and money on doing all the wrong things that most business owners do, and I help align you and stay focused on doing all the right things that help business scale more quickly, more effective, and more efficiently. More importantly, I help business owners to get their head right so that they can get the most out of business, but also so they can get the most out of life and do things the right way. So are you ready to kill your excuses? Are you ready to step up in business and create the lifestyle that you truly want? Learn more about my elite business coaching and apply at michaelmojo.com. So if you don't control your emotions and you don't understand how to control your thoughts, You're essentially being controlled. You are being controlled by the external world. And that is probably the reason why you don't have the results you want. You don't feel good about how you're living. You'll have moments of feeling good, but you just won't feel good. So, how do we change that? How do we change the way that you wake up every day? So, when I wake up every day, the first thing that I do is I lie there in bed and I think about my day and I think about my goals. I think about what I'm trying to achieve in the future because I know that that has to be the forefront in my mind of all of my decisions. If I can't be bothered going to the gym today because I'm tired, I can't have my tiredness at the forefront of my mind. I have to have my future goals in the forefront of my mind and I go, I'm doing this because of that reason. If not, I will do it based on the way that I feel. Then if I don't feel like eating good, And I just wanna smash a whole bunch of shit. I know that I am letting my feelings, the way that I feel, and my mindset dictate the way that I operate, not my future goals. I'm not tuning and priming my mind to get in the position that I want in life. And way too many people let their feelings and how they think in the moment dictate how they operate. But if you don't change your thinking to the future, you're going to live in the past. And if you live in the past, you're gonna have shame, guilt, worry, stress, fear, all of those concerns. Every wealthy person that I know has financial stress. The question is, how come they have financial stress yet can drop $100 million that they don't have? That could wipe them out financially. Now, the absolute moron sits there and they go, oh, it's easy for them. They have money. Yeah, they've got more to lose. Way more to lose. Imagine what it's like when you've got a $100 million empire. You've got, let's say, a hundred properties. You've got let's say a thousand employees, you've got way more to lose. Do you think that the fear is less because they're worth more? You have to be mad, fucking mad, right? That's like saying when I have family, I have less financial stress than without family. That's mad. Why? Because you've stepped it up to another level. Now you don't just look after you. You've got to look after other people. When you have a big business, you have to look after more people. Now, if you fuck up, you end up in the newspaper, you You end up with a 1,000 people hating you. You end up with all of your peers and colleagues knowing. And you think that when you achieve more, more people don't want to be around you, be like you, resent you, all of that shit, 100%. So if you can't deal with it at the small level that you're playing at right now, how are you going to make those big decisions at the bigger level? You can't. Right. This is why you are probably financially capped right now. And you're financially capped right now because you can't think beyond that financial cap. And if you're stressed and worried about money right now, you are not going to go to that next level. If you keep thinking in your future self and you're like, right, in order to get my first million dollars, right? Now, that was my first goal, first million dollars in in a 12-month period. All I kept thinking about was that. And I would drop down into financial negative. So I would go and borrow money, loan money, put shit on credit card, borrow stuff from family, sell shit. Like I would do whatever in order to get to that level because I was like, I was certain that I was going to get there. And I had to get there. I was going to put it all on the line. But again, when you do that, there's more, there's more risk. Like you've got other people's money. What happens if I don't pay? Yeah, all of those things are there. But I knew that every day I was waking up and working, keeping that pressure on myself to grow to that next level. And I loved it because I kept that vision in my mind. I was tuning and priming my mind to become a millionaire. Every fucking day, that's all I thought about. Millionaire, 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 million-dollar business, million-dollar business, million-dollar business, million-dollar business. And I kept thinking about it, right? I had little vision boards on my computer where I had, you know, a supercar. Back then, I was driving around a 2003 Hyundai Gets that was falling apart, but I had it on my computer. Jess and myself were eating baked beans and eggs because that was all we could afford, that and rent and electricity and all that shit, right? We were living tight. But I just kept thinking and I kept making decisions based on where I wanted to be. What would the millionaire do? What would the millionaire do? Would the millionaire invest in myself right now? Would the millionaire invest in my business? Yes, it would. So I kept investing and investing and investing. And then all of a sudden, it got to the point where I was like, holy shit, if I don't make this work, I'm about to lose everything. And that was maximum stress. Bang, maximum growth happened. And boom, I hit that million dollar mark. My next big kick is the million dollar months. And that's where I'm pushing to now is million dollar months, million dollar months. And I just keep reminding myself million dollar months, million dollar months because that's where I need to get to in this company in order to be to that next level. Now, there are times where I get a proposal, a marketing proposal, 20K a month, and I'm like, shit, I don't have an extra 20K a month, but I I need to do it because if I'm gonna work with a good agency that's gonna help us blow up our marketing, which then is gonna bring in more customers, which then means more customers, more revenue, that's gonna get me closer to my target. I have to make that fucking decision today. So does the future Michael that's making a million dollars a month make that decision? Or does the past Michael that goes, I'm financially capped at, you know, 100, 100, 150? I mean, but by the way, when I say 100, 150K months, if I average it out over, you know, let's say we do 1.5 million, we we do more than that depending on the year and, and so on. But let's just say it's 150K months. I can't make 150K a 150K month decision if I want to get to, you know, the million dollar months. I can't do it. I have to keep reminding myself, this is who I am. 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 You've got to keep reminding yourself of that before you're even there or else you'll never get there. Your life doesn't change and then you become the person you need to become. You become the person you need to become and then life changes. If you're not focusing on becoming the person you need to become, you're always going to be stuck where you're at. Right, I saw a dude the other week who follows me and he's like, you know, love to do coaching with you and so on. Told him the price, mate. Definitely seems like it. Comes back to me, oh, you know, I just can't afford it. I saw he was out on the weekend in a hundred plus thousand dollar boat, which was his boat that he bought like two or three months ago. So he values a boat more than he values himself and becoming the person he needs to become to get his life to that next level. That is why he is stuck mentally. I would sell my cars. I would sell my house. I would sell everything to become the next greater version of me. Everything. Because the next greater version of me already has the solutions and it's already at the level that I want to be at. But if I'm not prepared to get there, then I'm never going to get there. And most of you aren't prepared to get there. That's why you're not there. When you're prepared to get there, you will get there, but you've got to change your thoughts, your emotions, and then the way you act, all of those three things. When you piece that together, watch what happens. It will push you to the limits. You'll have stress, you'll have pressure, but that is all creating the growth. Stress creates growth. Pressure creates expansion. If you're not running headfirst into the stress and pressure, you're not going to get to where you want to get to. That's the truth. You've got to make those tough decisions. You've got to become the person you need to become today. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Keep kicking ass, keep raising those standards, and I look forward to joining me back here once again on another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur.